Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. I had a whole bunch of people send me this story, including several who said, Steve, is this the same story? Like, it seems like this just keeps happening over and over again, like Groundhog Day or something. Well, yes, it is the same case, and it goes back and forth, and, and it travels from the District Court to the Court of Appeals, and then back again. So <laughs> I'll update you where we are. From MLive.com, Cole Waterman wrote this for MLive, which is a Michigan-based news source. Federal judge rules tire-chalking unconstitutional in Saginaw class action lawsuit. So this is a situation where people park downtown in metered lots or metered spaces. And uh, if you overstay a certain period of time, whether you put the money in the meter or not, you're supposed to move your vehicle. So they would come by and chalk your tire to indicate the position of your tire. And they came by several hours later and your car hadn't moved. And that was longer than you were allowed to stay in that metered spot without moving the vehicle. They would ticket you. And again, it's not an expired meter ticket. It's staying too long in that space. So a federal judge has ruled that chalking tires to enforce parking regulations is unconstitutional. That's five years after the process in Saginaw sparked a class action lawsuit. And per the ruling, each member of the subclass is entitled to restitution from the city government. How much? One dollar per chalk mark. (laughs) Each time the tires are chalked by a city employee, they're entitled to one dollar. Members of the class. The U.S. District Judge Thomas Ludington ruled just the other day in favor of the plaintiff, writing that Saginaw's practice of marking vehicle tires with chalk without a warrant or individualized suspicion of wrongdoing is unconstitutional under the Fourth Amendment. And what we're talking about, of course, here is it's the city of Saginaw, but the ruling came from a federal judge sitting in Bay City. They're all near each other. Midland, Bay City, Saginaw, often referred to as the Tri-Cities. The amendment, the Fourth Amendment, protects citizens against unreasonable searches and seizures. And the question is, which of those parts does it violate? And that's what they've been arguing about pretty much ever since. The judge further ordered Saginaw is to pay nominal damages of $1 to each member of the suit's subclass for each time the tires were chalked. Now, here's the thing. You might say, Steve, all that work for a buck. Well, it also, I believe, invalidates all those tickets, and going forward, they can't do it anymore. They're pretty much on notice that they can't do it. So a nominal damage award is where they say, okay, pay them a dollar, just so we can say that we made you pay something. But if you do it again, nominal damages might not do it for you. You may wind up paying more. It goes further than any judge has ever gone with this, said attorney Philip Ellison, who represents the woman at the center of the case, We're very pleased that the judge ruled it is unconstitutional. The question becomes, are those who were ticketed after their tires were chalked entitled to refunds of their tickets? As of right now, the judge ruled that they are not. As it stands right now, the way the judgment is written, it's for everyone who had their tire chalked, not necessarily everyone who was issued a ticket. So your tire may have been chalked, but you weren't issued a ticket. You came back, you drove off, and didn't even, might not even realize your tire was chalked. Most people who got chalked never got a ticket. So actually, this could be more people than they thought. The attorney said he and a fellow attorney named Matthew Granda are still analyzing the judge's ruling to discern how he concluded refunds are not appropriate. They could appeal this decision, of course, which would send it back up. <laughs> this is one of those files that just likes to travel around. Though if they do so, it would be on the issue of what amount is owed uh, to people who were given tickets versus those who were not. 
Ellison said he expects both sides will get clarification from the judge, which could dictate if appeals are filed. He said, it's a win for our side, no question about it. What I'd equate it to is we won with a one-point difference between the game when we were expecting to have a big showing. While we're very pleased with how far we got on this, we're still trying to figure out what's the right remedy for those violations. And, and again, this case has gone up on appeal twice. Ellison believes the ruling will have national ramifications with similar lawsuits having sprung up around the country and other federal appellate courts possibly being influenced by Ludington's decision. I remember parking in Manhattan Beach, California back in 1990. I went to law school in Los Angeles. Occasionally, I'd hang out at Manhattan Beach. Beautiful beach. Great place. And uh, parking was what we'd call scarce. And I remember seeing the uh, meter person going by in a little like scooter, little covered scooter thing, like a Cushman almost or something, and actually had a piece of chalk on a, on a stick. And they could reach out and chalk the tires without getting out of their scooter. And um, I always thought that was like a comical image. I don't know why. Um... This is the first one, and obviously the first one sets the bar, but it doesn't mean the bar is permanently set, he said. Class action suit has about 2,000 plaintiffs with more than 5,000 tickets between them. But again, these are people who got tickets, it appears. Um, The woman at the center of this first filed her action in April of 2017. This goes back five years. Naming the city of Saginaw and parking officials as defendants. Now, in the suit, she alleged that since 2014... A parking official issued her 14 parking tickets for exceeding the two-hour limit on a parking spot in Old Town, Saginaw, near where she worked. Some of those tickets were 15 bucks, some were for 30. Now, the parking person in charge here was able to tell that the vehicles had surpassed the time limit by marking the tires with chalk. In January of this year, the judge granted class certification to the suit, appointing uh, this woman as class rep and the attorneys as class counsel. Parking enforcement officials have used tire chalking as an enforcement mechanism to quickly but inaccurately determine if a vehicle has been parked too long, he said. This is the attorney. The uh, federal lawsuit questioned that such practice violates the Fourth Amendment because placing chalk on a tire to extract information would actually require a search warrant. This is the third time that the judge has closed the suit because both times previously he closed it, went up on appeal and got reopened. It's a suit that wouldn't die. He first dismissed it in June of 2017 after attorneys representing Saginaw argued that chalking tires does not amount to a search, and even if it did, it was a reasonable one and therefore not a constitutional violation. The Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals reversed this dismissal in April 2019, ruling that chalking of tires violates the Fourth Amendment's clause banning unreasonable searches and seizures. Three days later, the judges issued an amended ruling stating they will hold that chalking of tires is a search under the Fourth Amendment, though it does not mean that such action necessarily violates the amendment. And so what happens quite often is a court makes a ruling and dismisses a case. Someone appeals that up to the Court of Appeals, and the Court of Appeals says, look, that ruling as a matter of law was wrong. We're going to send it back down and instruct them that they can't make that ruling because that ruling's wrong and to proceed with the case. Quite often, as happened here, the judge said, okay, you shot that ruling down. What do you got now? And somebody said, well, there's a second argument we can make. And the judge said, okay, I'll buy that one and shut the case, closed the case a second time and dismissed and shut down the plaintiffs. And that goes up on appeal. And the court of appeals goes, uh, same as before. Um, 
in that the second ruling you made is also not correct. We're going to send it back down with further instructions. So quite often, cases get sent back down with further instructions to look at the case like this, but don't rule this. <laughs> the judge dismissed the suit also in June of 2020. The appellate court in August 2021 reinstated the suit, though it upheld the court's ruling dismissing the actual people who marked the tires. Because, of course, they've got qualified immunity. Here, the higher court said that's fine to dismiss the meter reader, but you still have to take a second look at this. So now that the lawsuit's been closed three times, it is subject to further reconsideration and appeal by either side back to the appellate court. And so it could still be appealed. It has not yet been appealed. But as of right now, it appears that the federal court in Bay City has ruled that anybody who got their tires chalked in Saginaw during this particular period of time is entitled to $1. Um, I, I agree. I know what you're saying. I agree. It's not a whole lot of money. And the question is, does it really make a difference? And how many people will actually get that dollar? I don't know. I don't know. And so the bigger question is, what about all the people who got tickets? Uh, shouldn't they get some relief? And that, I think, is a bigger question. Because if you paid a $15 ticket or a $30 ticket because your tire was chalked, theoretically, that, that ticket was no good. Uh, so I think, I think you should be able to get your money back. So I'm assuming that the trial court considered that issue. I just don't know the trial court ruled on that issue. And I think that's what one of the attorneys was getting at here when he said that they're studying the ruling and they may have to go back in for clarification. But as of right now, a federal judge has said that it is a violation of the Constitution to just walk by and willy-nilly chalk tires on cars to see how long they're parked at parking meters. And so, of course, we talk about you know what's binding precedent. This is simply happening in one federal district in Michigan. However, other people around the nation are looking at this case going, okay, if it's good reasoning there, it ought to be good reasoning here. So you might see a bunch of rulings now that either follow this or don't follow this. And if there's a split, as we say, where some courts go this way, some courts go that way, then you might actually have to have this go up higher. And of course, higher than the courts of appeal are the Supreme Court justices sitting as SCOTUS. So will you see a chalked tire parking meter case at SCOTUS? <laughs> it's possible. The interesting thing is a case involving $1 in damages per person normally wouldn't get much attention, but because it's a constitutional issue, that's when you get the attention. So M Live ran the story. Cole Waterman wrote it. Federal judge rules tire chalking unconstitutional in Saginaw class action lawsuit. Donna, Chris, Nathan, John, Matthew, and Donald all sent it. Thanks a lot. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. When you step on the brakes, your life is in your foot's hands.